Hey everybody, this is T. And I'm Dan. And this is How Are We Today. Alright T, what's our topic today, man? Alright, so our topic today is like basically the impact of sports. Now, you know, as a, I don't know how many people know. I know it's been blown up all over the news. I don't know oh. how many people watch Social the news. media, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. You, you know. probably you probably seen it. You know, Kobe Bryant, you know, famous NBA player. Like, one of the best ever, you know, got killed in a plane crash along with his daughter and seven other passengers. <clears throat> you know, and, like, there's been such an outcry. Like, if you turn the TV on, you see, like, L.A., people in L.A., were, you know, being interviewed and just giving their, like, condolences. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, I mean, he changed. <clears throat> I don't know much about basketball, but what I heard is he pretty much changed how the game was played. Like... How he essentially, yeah, like, as far much. as the mentality, and he's been he was known worldwide, yeah, yeah. So, like, <clears throat> the way he like approached it, you know, the way he approached the game, like, some people just like do the bare minimum, mm-hmm. like, he was one of those that was like, you know, I'm put, I'm leaving it all out there, you mm. know, he's going like above and beyond, yeah, he's like, so, so, I'm so. never doing anything halfway, like, ha- he never half assed anything. Mm. Like, you know, he was good on offense. He was good on defense. Like, you know, he could get in his opponent's head. Like, you know, he was was just, like, one of those guys. Like, he just brought that to the game, and he embraced L.A. You know, there was a a game, like, when he's his first, like, playoff series, and he missed, uh, like, he he had, like, four air balls. You know, he was 18 at this point, you know, Mm -hmm. like, first, second year. And... He, um, you know, most guys would like it would ruin them if that happened in a playoff game on a stage that big. Mm-hmm. He came back and just got better every year. Yeah. And like you know, I guess you know I'm not making this solely about Kobe Bryant, but like this, it made me think about the impact that sports actually has on people. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I'm a, a lot of people don't understand, but most of the time <clears throat> that I've seen, if you have a hard time. Um, with anything, you could run, you could, you know, go play volleyball or play soccer, and it really gets your mind up and running to like think about things clearly and more efficiently. Because I mean, like, even sometimes when I'm angry, you know, you go for a walk and you come back and you're fine. You know, sometimes sports can be like a meditative state. Or outlet. Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen a lot of people do it uh, through their years. I know I talked to a lot of people that say, you know, I used to be an angry kid and I started playing football. Or I used to be an angry kid and I started playing basketball. You know, just or pick up something that, you know, can relieve them of that initial tension of them being sad, angry, or anything, or any other emotion. Um, they, they throw it out in their game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um... See, Bo Jackson felt a lot of anger. I don't know if you know him. <clears throat> he did the Bo Nose commercials, if you ever saw him. You know, for anybody who doesn't know Bo Jackson, I mean, he, he was, like, back in, like, the 80s, 70s, mm-hmm. 80s. See, like, for, for me, I'm not a big sports guy, so yeah. most of this would be talked by, by T, but you know, I do pay attention to a lot of big sports people because they do very inspirational quotes. You know, they have very inspirational story. I didn't know a lot about Mike Tyson, but apparently, you know, he was a very angry kid, and his outlet was boxing. boxing. And, like, uh, Bo Jackson held a lot of anger, and, like, 
he brought it to sports. And I think he was he played a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Like he played basketball, he did lacrosse, he did football, he did um bas did I say basketball, baseball. And uh man, that man's just a jack of all trades, huh? Oh my god. Like if you if you can ever get the chance to look up Bo Jackson and like just how talented he was. Like uh you've never seen a guy so jacked play f- baseball. Like that's when baseball players start lifting weights. It's like after they saw him. Mm. Like I think did he break a bat over his head or over his knee? I can't remember which one it was. Mm. Like he was so mad he broke one and he grabbed another, broke it again. <laughs> like uh he was like running, catching the out balls, like running across the wall. Mm. Yeah, Bo Jackson, uh they had this thing called Techno Bowl. The Techno Bowl was like Madden before Madden. You know, I guess it was like I can't remember the system, Atari or something. But uh, Bo Jackson's, like, character was so fucking fast. <laughs> like, you know, they had to almost ban him. Like, because he could just run up the field and then, like, Done, he scores a touchdown every time. Yeah, <laughs> they could not stop him because he was so quick. And, like, they had to sort of, like, nerf it. <laughs> like, he, he, he was the first patch ever in video games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost kind of like how they had to nerf Mike Tyson. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and punch out. But... You know, they, um, you know, like he was, he had a lot of anger and like he just, he brought it to the weight room. He brought it to the sport. There was one guy named Brian Bosworth who was like notorious in college and, you know, like a menace out there on the field when it came to tackling. And Bo ran his ass over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh my God. Yeah. So So, Bo Bo Jackson sounds pretty much like a freaking truck. He was a fucking beast. Like, He played in the NFL like three years before he hurt his knee. So like it was that was fucking tragic. Like he did long jump too. I forgot to mention that. Like cleared it like ridiculous. Damn. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You have to just go back and look at old tape. So so he's just like a super athlete. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like he was one of those guys, man. Like <clears throat> I think uh maybe the only thing he couldn't play was like hockey. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know. Like, you know, this that like, you know, uh him, Mike Tyson are like outlets, you know, to the sport. And like you said about inspirational quotes, like they give a lot of uh like guys hope. Cuz mm-hmm. like, you know, Kobe Bryant never gave up. And, you know, there was a guy that they did an interview with who was sad about his passing. He's like, you know, you embraced He's like, you embraced us. You know, you taught me never to give up, you know. And like, you know, people think all right, you know, sports probably like, you know, they say we don't need another LeBron or, like, another, like, big-ass, like, famous football player or something because they don't, like, offer to society, like, a doctor or a nurse and shit like that. And I'm like, see, it's kind of messed up that people say that because mm-hmm. I feel like we there needs to be a balance. Like, I understand that they might be overpaid and all that. You know, like, I do get that. Like, I well, really do. But... Well, see- the main thing that I'm getting at is... Entertainment's just different. Yeah, entertainment's different. You do these type of things... They get money from everywhere. Yeah. You get endorsed. We act like doctors don't get endorsed. They do. There's just not famous doctors. Yeah. The The whole point that I think T is trying to get at is that... It's not the fact that they're famous and, you know, getting paid lots of money in their, you know, sports. The sport itself is... Getting paid a lot. Yeah. Basketball makes bugus of money. 
and it's it's a lot of income for the U.S. Global too. Yeah, it's it's global as well. So, what I'm saying is, I hear people when they talk about other people. Um, sometimes these sports people, Kobe, LeBron, any of them, whoever, yeah, whoever you want to talk about, even singers. You know, they help motivate us as humans to want to do better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. want to try more. What they don't. Because, because a lot of these Sorry. people. Oh, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> but a lot of these people, they, like, go through a lot of struggle. What I, what I heard was he was picked up right after high school. Yeah. Like, yeah. See, the he, thing he, is. He, he was thing... one of the last ones that was just well, picked up directly. Well, no, he, was, he wasn't, like, in the, he wasn't picked in the top ten. Yeah, but like, yeah, but like he was like thirteenth, so he wasn't like last or anything. He still went first round, but like there were a lot of people picking yeah, at him. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying is yeah. that if you're just that athletic, why can't you play sports without going to college or whatever? Because the whole point about they changed the rule. You yeah, gotta be, you gotta be nineteen now. Well, well, see, it's messed up, but it they is. they still can't just pick you up, can they? See, back then it was different. I yeah. think you had to be... You could be 17 or 18 and they mm-hmm. could draft you. Like, then they bumped the age up. Yeah. So, like, now that's why you see a lot of these college guys. They go to college for one year and then leave. Mm-hmm. You know, football's different. They can't do that. Like, because uh, I think you got to be at least 21. Mm-hmm. Close to it. Or you got to be turning 21 that year. Because I've seen some people, they play two years. And then they, you know, football. And then they leave. Mm-hmm. It might have been that they redshirted too. And, but yeah I think we knew a guy in high school and he got the football scholarship yeah but then he got hurt Mm -hmm. and they dropped and he had to go to another school yeah pretty much that's messed up right it is like I feel like if you're good enough I think and then and they want to give you a football scholarship I think you should be able to ride that scholarship through your four years or whatever yeah, it's like uh, I've seen players, they do get hurt, and they do end up, like, just going to the NFL. I don't I don't know if that was ever, like, his goal. <clears throat> but, you know, like, a lot of them do that, you know, when they get hurt, you know, stuff like that. They just mm-hmm. leave because well, – or their it, stock dra- drops too. So. Yeah, because, you know, when you go to sports – there are career-ending injuries that can happen. That's why I was talking to people, and they talk about, like, the UFC or boxing or uh, football. There's major consequences to these people's lives. When you get tackled, it's like getting hit by a car. Yeah. These guys are running, like, 20 to 30 miles an hour. Yeah. And they're ramming you. And, yeah, you got gear. A lot of them are, like, two like 240 yeah yeah and they're like six six feet tall <laughs> like you don't see no small guys in there and if you do they're like what running backs or whatever they're, or a receiver yeah. or something like a return guy yeah <clears throat> and they they typically get down or they run out of bounds mm-hmm. so like yeah they're yeah not, pretty they're much not, it, they know they're not big enough to take a hit yeah because if they take a hit they're they're done there's a guy I, there's a guy who plays for Kansas City he's you know they're in the Super Bowl right now and I think he's he's like my height, maybe maybe an inch taller, <laughs> and you know he weighs like under two hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, 
Yeah, he's he, fast. He's fast as shit, but he's yeah. not taking a hit. Yeah, he always built, runs out of bounds. Yeah, he's he's built for speed. Yeah, and like if he's getting ready to get tackled, mm-hmm. you know, he probably hits the deck because <laughs> he's he's like, I'm not in danger in my career yeah. for this shit. You know, <clears throat> like you know that's that's what they don't know about these guys, these athletes. Like they don't know the the training regimen they have to keep themselves in mm-hmm. every year. Their diet. Yeah. Like 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 they literally cannot do. What they want to do because they have to be in tip-top shape. Yeah. Like, it's just the same thing for actors. Actors are starting to go on protest because one role they have this year is you have to gain 200 pounds. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They do. They're like, okay, oh, you have to gain 120 pounds on top of yours to play this role. Oh, to play a role. And then then right after that, they get another movie. I want you (laughs) to lose that 120 pounds. Okay. In in like two weeks. Yeah, um, that's who, bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> who talked about it? I think um, Tom Hanks. He's like, I can't take those roles anymore. I can't. I'm too old. It's like, and any, any like, is he sixty yet? I don't 60, know. Yeah, but 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 he he he's saying he's saying can't I can't take that. those roles anymore. And I'm like, a lot of people don't know, but that really messed up my body. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what happened to Conor McGregor. Yeah. Like yeah, he had to he had to go up a whole weight class in like two weeks or something like that. Yeah, and like he, one, yeah one, he ended up losing. I'm like, of course he did. He's not used to fighting at that weight. Yeah. And, he, you, know. He, you know what I mean? That's why they have weight classes. So then you stay with your group. You yeah. you, you can't put a 180-pound guy with a 240-pound <laughs> guy. A 240-pound guy has, has a stronger force punch. He has... He's just way stronger than if that. If you do, that 240-pound guy has to, like, not get hit. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or, or that no, the dude that weighs one eighty can't get hit by the two forty guy. He gets hit once, it's down. He's done. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, you could do whatever to counter. You could put him in an arm bar, snap his arm, but that's only if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. But if this <laughs> guy's just like, so fast, yeah. yeah. So yeah. He, you know, all we got, all I'm saying is that sports in general, it really tears down a person, and like we don't really know what kind of regiments they're putting their bodies and in. Then they got to deal with media. Yeah, and then they have to deal with me. So, like, you know, like, uh, Yogi Berra is, you know, <clears throat> one of them quotes, man. And they could have, <laughs> it doesn't just apply to sports, it applies to life. He says that the game is 90% mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, you could apply that to your life. Like, you know, it's this this shit is 90%, you know. Yeah. Like, it's, it's 90% mental. Like, the 10, 10% is the physical. And, the, but like, if you don't have the mental to do all that, mm-hmm. you are not going to last at all. Or anywhere. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the, your, your mental capacity is um, the thing that keeps your sanity, how you are as a person. Yeah. And um, these athletes go through it a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> they have to face that media time and time again. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why you see, like, some of them end up in the Hall of Fame because they can take that shit, you know. Or they, they, they were a good role player. They could answer the tough questions. Yeah. And, like, you know, those role players still get really well known. But who, who, who's that one? Um, then some of them flame out. Yeah, who who's that one um, football player that he answers question like? Oh, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he he retired and he unretired just a few. You know, like this past year, like he had like a couple games that you know the running back up whatever. He comes back, but before yeah, he would just answer the same question over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that was because, uh, like, I think something happened in Buffalo. He used to play for the Buffalo Bills. And, like, he answered this question, and they misquoted him. So now he just was like, 
like when he joined the Seahawks, he's like, I'm not doing this again. You know, <laughs> he said, I'm thankful, you know, and he kept saying, I'm thankful. And then like at the Super Bowl, you know, hey, I'm just here so I won't get fined. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was the, yeah, it was his famous quote. He kept saying it over and over again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, <clears throat> you know, that's how like, you know, some guys, he's like the only one I know that dealt with media that way. Like Shaq, like to play around with him. <laughs> You know, uh, some of them answer the tough questions, like, seriously, but that's just who they are. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, you know, there's there's just a way that uh, they have to deal with, you know, certain <clears throat> certain times. So they're not going to win every game. They just not. This is not how it is. So. And then they have to answer that tough question. You know, what happened out there, you know? Uh, sometimes they answer it right, sometimes they don't. But, you know. Sports affects people differently. Um, me personally, I don't care about sports until it gets into my realm. Like when it's esports, you like, you like like the mental part of it. Oh I yeah, I do. Like you like you like those behind the scenes. Like actually watching it, you don't really care for. But like you mm-hmm. know, maybe you might like some highlights. You know, maybe. But, yeah. But like yeah, you um, like you like to see like those thirty for thirties. You heard of that? Like ESPN thirty for thirties, yeah, they um they're like documentaries and <clears throat> they've done and they've done one that was called Broke, which was talking about like the financial part of the athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I think I heard of That was like the second one they ever did. I think Shaq talked about the time he was broke. Yeah, yeah. or he was about to go broke. I mean, he said he was about to you know he one day he just went out. Yeah. And then he came back and they're like, Hey, you owe us Three hundred thousand dollars. Used to having money like that, yeah. and then he was just like, "What do you mean I owe you three hundred thousand dollars?" He goes, "You bought this watch for three hundred thousand dollars." He goes, "What the fuck do I need a watch for three? Why do I need a three hundred thousand dollar watch?" And they're like, "I don't know, but you bought it, so he ended up paying it." Yeah, of course he had to like back pay it because yeah. you know he had to play his games or whatever, so he did. And he got a financial advisor. It's like most people don't know what to do with their money. Most people have so much money. You know, we hear about celebrities having so much money. They do crazy, batshit, crazy stuff. Happens to people all the time. <clears throat> but sometimes you get people that are well yeah, well with money in general. It's like Shaq invested in a whole bunch of things. I didn't know that he owned Radio Shaq. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, until you like told me that some weeks ago, yeah. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. I, <laughs> I was just like, "What?" Well, I mean, I knew he had like his own restaurant, shit. You know. Yeah, but you know, he invested in a whole bunch of things, and you know, it's just crazy to see that sports. Not even like today's day and age, we have like esports as well, and like that's becoming a big scene too. A lot of people don't really talk about it that much because it's not like you know they're not really doing anything; they're like playing a game. But, like, it's big. Like, League of Legends hit the big, um, you know, oh, ESPN yeah. they, and all that. They started doing, I can't remember what year that was. But they started doing sports. Like, they started classifying those as sports. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, 2015. Yeah. Yeah. It was something like that. 2014, 2015. I didn't know, but yeah. Shaq owns a team. <laughs> he he yeah. owns a gaming team. I didn't know that either. Oh, There's yeah. a lot I don't know about it. LeBron probably <laughs> owns a gaming team. Maybe. Yeah. Because these gaming um, competitions are, you know, they're for the little guys that don't really care about the big stuff. And then they got 
Then they got like fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantasy football. Huge. Huge. <laughs> I have a buddy that I work with. He played two leagues and he won them both. Damn. <laughs> he won about $800. But like, speak, you know, speaking of that, you know, that's the, the other part of mental. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the athletes have to deal with them because those like, sometimes fantasy fans can be pretty toxic. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if they get hurt. Oh, you cost my fantasy team. It's like, all right, I didn't have control. You think I wanted to get hurt? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm sorry your thing's fake and I'm real. Yeah, like, you know, it's like uh, one guy was like, I'm tired of these, like, football players, you know, endangering my, like, fantasy team. He's like, you know, if I knew who they were, such and such and so. And, like, there was a running back, Todd Gurley. He got hurt one year. He plays for the Rams <clears throat> in football. He told him on Twitter, pull up then. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like, I'm real, dude. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> we know the risk involved. I don't ask to get hurt. Hmm. Yeah. And it was, uh, <clears throat> you know, they got to put up with that shit. And then, like, you know, uh, Kevin Love, who plays for the Cavaliers, he came out and said that he has depression. You know, people, like, laugh at it. You know, like it's a joke or something. Yeah, you have all this money, why are you even depressed? Yeah, and I'm like, all right, so... Depression you know, you hits gotta, anybody. You got to travel all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, that workout stuff, that mental stuff. Like, this is years they play this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And it's like... Uh, it's their livelihood. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's just like... Anything else you fucking Yeah. Do. Yeah. It's just like, imagine you're watching TV and they're like, hey, you can't watch TV no more. Yeah. And you're like, what? It's like part of your everyday routine. Well, why can't I watch TV? Oh, you just can't. Yeah. Or you don't, they don't allow you to watch what you want to watch. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it's a lot involved. And like, you know, they have personalized outside of this. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh. People think, it's like, <laughs> I'm not trying to compare them, but. Yeah. People think that teachers don't have lives outside of their teaching life. Big time, maybe. Yeah. 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 It's like the first time I ever saw my teacher. Out in public. Yeah. Out in public. I was like. You're eating ice cream with your family? <laughs> Wait a second, you have a family? Thought teachers, all teachers were nerds. <laughs> they were laughing, I know. It was like, yeah, it's uh, like they don't, they don't understand. Like until they get put in their shoes, you know, they're not gonna get it. Like I've seen people, they didn't like understand like suicide until they got put in that position where they were so depressed, it, they start thinking about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, you, like, you know, it's it's so weird that you know we like to think that we know sorts like just all these things. You know, because I used to do that a lot. Um, me and my wife have our issues, and then you know we talk about it and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, why? Why are you like that? Because I'm not like that. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then you gotta work. You gotta realize, oh, hey, we're different people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It took me a long time to figure that out. But that's the difference between rich people and non-rich people or teachers and students or whatever. And the, We don't know each other's lives. We don't. And the thing about athletes is like they get like their shit is broadcast everywhere. So like yeah, yeah like uh, if you lose- when, when Kevin Love said you know he had depression like Every fucking body knows now. So it's like, you know, the opponent might try to get in his head. And, you know, and then there's people that are on, like, Twitter. And, mm-hmm, and they just say yeah. some shit to him, like, oh, you fucking suck at this game and stuff, you know? Yeah, he's, like, probably used to that. But then, like, you know, 
whatever else, something might trigger them. You know, huh. whatever, something's going to happen. And, you know, they end up, like, canceling all their accounts. Or they just stay off of it after that. <clears throat> so, you know, it's, uh, they have to put up with that. And, you know, it's just like when, when Kobe, when they found out Kobe passed away, like, some of those players were crying on the court. I don't think there was a dry eye. Like, LeBron James got off the plane and was crying. Like, he had to console people. You know, they, they they saw that like Kyrie Irving, who plays for the Nets, he's a he's a point guard player for the Nets. He knew Kobe Bryant. Like they played on the USA team together. And, you know, like Kyrie Irving has won a championship. You know, he's a multiple time all star. <clears throat> you know, big name in the sport, if you keep up with it. He couldn't he could not play the game that they had. I can't remember who they played, but he could not go and play that night. He just could not do it. And, you know, that's that mental part. Like, if it ain't there, you're not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And that's, this, that's the real, that's the realness. Like, they don't understand. Yeah, and, then, and the people are like, just play the game. It's like, no, because he was a friend. He was like family. He was like a brother to me. Yeah. It's just like if any one of your family members or anybody you care about died, it's tragic. Yeah. You will yeah. be sad about it. And everybody's all like, I don't know why he... Everybody's so sad. Like, just play the game. It's not like that. Yeah. Because these aren't robots. These are human beings. They have feelings, people. Yeah. Just because they play a sport and get a lot of money doesn't mean that they don't freaking have feelings. And another thing that bothers me, too, is, like, when um, people say you never, you never actually met this athlete, <clears throat> you know. <clears throat> or it could be a celebrity in general. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm just sticking to sports. But, you know. <clears throat> like, you know, like Kobe Bryant's the guy right now, so I'm going to use that. <clears throat> there were a lot of people that were, you know, never met him, but they cried. Yeah. I ended up, it took me a minute. I saw his uh, his Oscar-winning short film called Dear Basketball. Because, like, I hadn't watched it. I only saw a clip. I actually saw the whole thing, and I found myself bursting out into tears. And, like, I was just alone in my house, you know. And, like, you know, I just started thinking about how sad that shit is. Like, how how much he was doing, how much he meant to people. And, you know, like, I saw I saw somebody, you know, I saw a lot of people uh, talking about, um, you know, like, why do we, you know, why do you care so much, like, about, like, a celebrity death? You know, instead of, like, people that are, like, in your own neighborhood dying or, you know, people that are, like, in the military getting killed and shit and I'm like it hurts equally (laughs) like we don't want to see people die especially like before it's their time to go like you know Kobe was 41 like you know it's not like young young but like compared to life like he had a good another 50 years he could live you know maybe even longer and just what he could have done and then his like, daughter could have, you know, the daughter yeah. never got to grow up. Well, well I, I mean, it, it, shit, it, yeah. it's, it's what he could have done, too, yeah. for the people. He could have, he was big in everybody's hearts. I don't watch basketball, and I still know who Kobe is. Like, he was, he was a rock star, man. Like Yeah, he's a rock star. And, like, he was, yeah. he was so great on the court. Like, in the four years that he was retired until his death, like, you saw how, like, his off, uh, his post-career was going to go. He won an Oscar, like, you know, right out the gate. Maybe, maybe like, two years after he retired. 
you know, and he was uh, doing this. He had all these business ventures. He was a spokesman for, like, women's uh, sports. Mm-hmm. A male, like, he was the biggest one, like, the biggest male athlete that had a voice in women's sports. And, like, saying, yeah, they should get paid. They should be treated better. You know, yada, yada, yada. Like, he was doing all of this. Like, he was going to be so huge. Like, you know, we got to see, like, Bill Russell. You know, I don't know if you know who he is. All right, yeah, Bill Russell uh, was back in, like, old basketball. Like, he played in, like, late 50s, early 60s, mm-hmm. throughout the 60s. <clears throat> like, you know, he, he was, like, an act an uh, activist. Like, along with uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You don't know him? Yeah. No, no sports. <laughs> There's another guy like Jim Brown, and then like they had Muhammad Ali, and they're all four of them in one picture fighting for like black rights and like you know human rights in general. And it's like, you know, you think these guys are just like athletes, you know, it's just a sport. It really isn't. Like you know, like you said, they're people, and like they have such an impact on other people. Like you know, it's just like a face, like Martin Luther King or Malcolm X, whoever you look up to. You know, it's a it's a face. You know, one guy is gonna stand out amongst uh, everyone else, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna you're gonna be like you're gonna take your inspiration from him. <clears throat> like that's why you know, uh, I was like you know these the lesser people that didn't have a name like Kobe did. You know, they're like, why didn't we care about them? You know, why don't we care about these people that died? It's like we do. You know, we might not know their name. We could feel bad for them. You know, we just never were able to connect with them. Like you know, we saw Kobe grow up. Pretty much. <laughs> Like, the guy was, like, what, 17, 18 when he got drafted. We saw him, like, 20 years in the league. <laughs> we saw, like, his whole life. Like, we see their whole lives just about. Yeah. And then, like, naturally, you see them. You constantly see them. You're going to find some connection with them. Yep. And uh, not just Kobe, but before he before he tragically passed, five years ago, there was a guy named Stuart Scott. Stuart Scott was, uh, he was an announcer. You know, I don't know if he, he didn't have, like, a brand name like Kobe did. You know, it wasn't, I don't know if he was known globally like that. <clears throat> but if you just, if you ever had the chance to, like, look him up, or if you were watching sports, like, he did, like, broadcasting. He made broadcasting fun. Hmm. Like, you know, he said, uh, like, you know, if there's a big highlight, He'd, uh, he'd say, you know, it was cooler than the other side of the pillow. You know, he'd say stuff like that. He brought, like, that cool factor to it. And then, like, he and Scott Van Pelt was another guy. He's still alive. Scott Van Pelt is. Like, they were, like, a perfect tag team. And he was, you know, Stuart Scott was, uh, he died from cancer. He fought cancer for, like, eight years. And, like, that's the thing. He never gave up. You know, until, like, it finally claimed him. And he ended up, they gave him an ESPY. Before he passed away, and that's like the ESPN Sport Award show. And he had a quote, you know, he was like, Rest and let, you know, he's like, You can do it, but if you get too tired, rest and let someone else do it for you. You know, and uh, Jim Valvano, he always has, he's a coach back in the day, like the 80s. And he had like a famous quote because he died from cancer. Like, you know, that's the that's the thing about, you know, sports. Like, <clears throat> it can teach you never to give up. You know, uh, it teaches leadership. Like, that's a big one, in, especially in team sports. <clears throat> yeah. Like, you know, tennis, golf, something that's like an individual. They don't need a team. But, like, uh, you know, still, they need to, like, in team sport, you need a leader. You need leadership. 
because you got to lead your guys out there on that field. Yeah. Or on that court, whatever. And, you know, it, it teaches, like, teamwork, you know, just camaraderie. Like, those guys grow up. Like, remember when I said there wasn't a dry eye when Kobe died? Yeah. Like, you know, they all meet each other. You know, you, you meet different people <clears throat> once you play these sports. They travel. They see everything. And, you know, like, you, you find a connection with somebody that's just well-known like that. Yeah. Even, even if it's not... Um people that people know like you said yeah it's just like when um let's see when um Prince died like a lot of people were really, really hurt about that and I was just like well, why you even hurt you don't even know the guy but and then, yeah and then you had to think about it yeah I did and I was just like oh well, you know you grew up with his music you grew up with this person you know it's like when Michael Jackson died that, that hit me pretty hard because my dad like Love Michael Jackson. There was some, there were some celebrity deaths that that they hurt, and then like, like get devastated. Like, yeah, I was kind of devastated, like with Kobe dying, you know, because it was, you know, it's a lot of times it's far too early. That's yeah. that's what really hurts. Like, uh, like you said, Michael Jackson, Prince, Robin Williams. Yeah, when he killed himself, I was just like, oh my god, like you know, you were genie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of my favorite he, Disney he, he pretty much, like, made our childhood, you know? Like, he, he he did a lot of good movies that, like, very... Like, like it, it, it had a lot of inspiration to make us want more, or, you know, see something magical yeah. that he done, you know? Because, to be honest, all those movies that he made, you know, I, I, I watched Good Will Hunting, and I was like, wow, you know, this is really inspirational. The movie itself was kind of like meh but just like how you felt for the characters and how you felt when Robert Williams was doing his therapy sessions like they did exactly what they were aiming to do yeah, yeah. And, and like you know to, to be honest that movie could you know you could care less for it because at the end the message was you know simple and sweet you you could take it how it is or you could just say this movie sucks yeah but you know uh, other than that, it was very, it, it was a very touching movie. Yeah, it's like the other one that got me was Chester Bennington. Now, he was the lead singer of Linkin Park. Mm. You know, for anyone who doesn't know who he is. <clears throat> like, <clears throat> I never listened to, like, rock or metal really before I turned on Linkin Park for the first fucking time. And then I was just like, wow. And then, like, Disturbed came and then I got into metal. <clears throat> And it's just like, you know, you hear what he was talking about, you know, like that teenage angst. Like, that was a lot of black people, especially, like, you know, we got through that <laughs> with Linkin Park. Yeah. Like that was just, that happened to be, like, our metal band. It just this. You know, I think it was because he collaborated with Jay-Z. That's when I figured out who they were. Mm. Yeah, and I was like, you know, when he died, like, you know, he, he committed suicide, that hurt. <laughs> yeah. You know, it really hurt. It's like, because he was such a troubled, like, individual. And, like, uh, I was looking at, you know, uh, the day after Kobe passed away. Um, There's a guy named Colin Cowherd who, he's like a sports, like, reporter, sportscaster, you know. And he was saying there's two things in the world that, like, can unite people. One's music and the other one is sports. 
True. Like, you know, like people just say sports ain't important. It's like, you know, we might not need like too many of these guys, maybe. But like, it's good to have them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it just is. And, you know, we have, uh, you know, they come from all walks of life. Like, all right, Kobe didn't have a rough upbringing. You know, his dad was a basketball player. He lived in Italy for a little while. That's where he was born. Then he moved to Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, like, he didn't have a rough upbringing, but a lot of them do. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of them, like, you see it whenever they, they're like, I'm not giving up on this game. LeBron James, the kid from Akron, Ohio. Akron is like, I don't want to slander it, but from what it, from what it sounded like, it was rough. Yeah. And... This is like one of the toughest places to grow up in Ac- in uh, Ohio, and you know they they you know just seeing how he persevered through all that like he his father was never there his mom worked like multiple jobs to support him, and he left it all on the court all the time, and you know he got drafted at like eighteen. You know it's like the most troubled souls that like you know find their way. Uh, it's like. You know, I'm going back to gaming, but um, there's this guy. His name is Doublelift. He plays for, he plays in League of Legends, right? Yeah. And pretty much, he was college dropout. He was just tired of, you know, doing normal everyday stuff. And so he, every time he plays a game of League, he plays it with the intent of winning. He said, like, he has to put it all out there. That's why he trashed hard. That's why he, like, you know, like, said, I'm, I'm here for my team. My team's there for me. Like, because he feels like at any moment in time, he could not have it anymore. It, somebody could take it. So he always has to be on his ground. He always has to be better than the person that can take it from him. And, yeah, that just made me think about something. Huh? You know how people love art? Yeah. An athlete is like a work of art. Pretty much. Like the sport is a work of art. Like any sport. Yeah. When you think about the mechanics on how there's It's how, insane. How to shoot a basketball, how to go for a rebound. I, like yeah. I, I play, I, okay, okay. Yeah. Here here's the most craziest ironic thing. So the day before um I found out that Kobe died. Yeah. We were playing basketball. Really? And I don't play basketball. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know who wanted to play basketball. We, wow. Now, the crazy thing, uh, we, there was a Lakers ball. Yeah. And then um, at the playground. And we're like, okay, fuck it. Let's play basketball. So we started playing basketball. And then, you know, we're just giving our all. Everybody was playing at, like, top 100%. And then, you know, we went back and then did my brother's, um, my brother's kid's uh, birthday. And then the very next day, we find out that he passed. We're like, what the hell? I was like, this is not, this is like some odd coincidence. Yeah. Don't even know. Don't even know. Because we could play anything. We could play football. Uh, we usually play football. We could play volleyball. We could have just went outside and just hang out. But no, we decided to play basketball. And like some sports are like, you know, some can play one and others can't play any. Mm-hmm. And then there's like some that can just do everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh... You know, Braun was like a wide receiver, I think, or tight end in football when he was in high school. So he also did that on basketball. But, you know, he chose basketball. <clears throat> and, like, just to just to know how to shoot a ball, 
how like uh, how to get a rebound, how to get a layup. Like that shit's hard. Yeah. Like you know how to see on the court. Like mm-hmm. you know you can't stare down your guys anymore. Like yeah, because you people know, they, know they'll block it. Got to you got to have your peripheral vision, your hand eye coordination. Like you know you're going up for a lob and you got to go for a dunk. You know. You gotta have hand eye coordination to block a shot. You gotta have hand eye coordination to steal the ball, you know. And that's you know you're trying to do this without fouling the guy. Mm-hmm. And like in in football, you gotta have hell hand eye coordination if you're gonna catch it. You know, it's just like you gotta run around. You gotta be conditioned. Like all of that's a work of art. It is. And you know people love art, but then they just they like overlook that. And it's like man, this is what you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> this know? is like. Body art. Yeah. It's 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 the it's, it's like the, flesh art. <laughs> it's, it's it's the human artistic form of like moving. If if you think of a football game like a dance, that's pretty much what it is. There's like different routes you could take. There's different ways you can juke people. Yeah. There's different ways you can do things. Even basketball, the way you dribble. If you really think about it, it's a masterful art. Of dance, yeah. Because like that's why they say dribbling, like, dude. Like I see people like yeah. it's beautiful how they do it. <laughs> it's like it's like watching somebody break dance. Like, like when they I was, when I was telling you about Kyrie Irving, like look at him, Allen Iverson. Like yeah, like dribble dribble a ball. That shit's hard. Yeah. Like you know, especially if you you're trying to keep it out of the other opponent's hands. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you don't know how to dribble, you, you're gonna get pickpocketed. Yeah. So so I I mean it's. It's just like seeing somebody break dance or seeing someone. Ice skate. Yeah, ice skate, ballet. I, I even heard some football players do ballet because it's just, it helps them limber up. Yeah, they do, or they do dance too. Yeah, like dance that. or whatever. There's a guy, Rashard Mendenhall, he doesn't play anymore. Like, he, when he was running, he couldn't, uh, he was always like, you know, he couldn't shift and move around a lot. Mm-hmm. And then one off season, he just took dance up. And then no, he, like it became harder to tackle him because <laughs> yeah. he could he could shift the move around you know and yeah he's, he's extra elusive yeah, yeah. And then, like basketball players that go into football like there's a like T.O. was just on uh, one of those sports shows not too long ago like Terrell Owens wide receiver like Hall of Fame wide receiver and he was having a hard time in the beginning he's like he's like you don't he's like you guys don't know like it, I had a start he's like uh he used to play basketball. Basketball was actually his first love. And then, you know, sign a good coaching. He said, didn't you used to play basketball? And he said, yeah. He said, all right, so, you know, a way that you can get separation, you know, so that he can catch the ball. He said, <clears throat> the coach said, just imagine it's like one-on-one. It's like a game of one-on-one. And then T.O. said, after that, that rest was history. You know, he knew how to get separation from a defender so the defender couldn't, like, pick the ball off. Or, or <laughs> just imagine it's a one on one game. Yeah, it's like imagine it's like one on one, and it's it's exactly what it is. And he, you know, ever since he heard that, you know, he, yeah. he became a Hall of Famer. <clears throat> you know, it's like that's another thing. Like it's only one thing. You know, I was I was telling uh, this person earlier on Facebook. You know, I said, I said, you know, about the you know importance. Like, why do we? You know, why is the celebrity death just like overlooked? other people in like your neighborhood and stuff I was like it's you know they provide information just like somebody else would uh like my brother all he had to be told one time was do you know what you could do in this world 
you know, because he was having a, he was struggling like trying to find a job that he liked doing. Yeah. You know, he finally found a field in IT and he went for it after he heard that. You know, it's like it's, like an athlete it's, it's can say eye openers. Yeah, an athlete can say something, they can write something, and they can change your fucking life. <laughs> you know, they can do something. They can yeah. show you something. They can show you their tenacity. Yeah. In a so sport. so then the thing is, is it's 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 not that you don't care about the person yeah. uh that is right next to you or right next door. It's that what can that person do to impact or how can you impact that person? That's like the main thing I always tell people is like, you know, live life as if everything you own or everything you have can go away. Yeah. What would you do? How how would you change that? Yeah, because guys like that become Hall of Famers in their sport, they overachieve. Like, they do. Yeah. Like they, they went, they did what they were supposed to, and then they said, I want to get another championship. Yeah. Like, yeah, they might I not. I want to go for another one. Yeah, another one. They might not have done it. But, you know, they would get damn close. So they would put everything out there. Yeah. Like, you know, Tom Brady, love him or hate him, you know, he always was looking for the next one. You know, he had six quarterbacks picked ahead of him. He was picked in the sixth round. You would think he was a first-round talent, you know? Yeah. He he was picked in the sixth round. And, like, you know, he, he looked at that. He's like, wow, all these, you know, I was picked. I had 198 picks ahead of me. I had how many quarterbacks? <laughs> and he, you know, like they they remember stuff like this, you know, yeah. chips on your shoulder. So like, you know, they use that fuel. It fuels them. It's just like motivation. We humans are run on fucking motivation. If you yeah. have, if you are not motivated, you're not gonna make it, no mm-hmm. matter what you do. Yep, that and is it, the it, truth. Yeah, for anything you do, uh, work related things, um, just motivating yourself, just just to get up in the morning. Oh, I have to motivate myself constantly. Like, yeah. you know, what what am I doing? Why am I doing this? How can I do better? And and those are the three things that just keep coming to mind. Yep. Is and is how can I live my life better? How can I make it better? And what can I do to make it better? And you know what's funny? Those athletes that you say, oh, why are you wondering about them? You know, they get their inspiration from us too. They do. Like you know, we're like cheering for them. <clears throat> you know, I'm not a, I'm not like a Patriot fan, like. But, you know, you cheer for them. Like, they have people that cheer for them. Mm-hmm. In, in addition to having people that hate for them, hate on them. Yeah. Like, you know, that gives them fuel. It's like you send, they get mail, hate mail, or actually love mail. don't matter. You know, they, they'll see something that an ordinary person does, and they're like, oh, no, yeah, that inspires them. Or, like, there's that ESPN has a thing called My Wish, where they get to meet their... Like their athlete of choice, and there's usually somebody that's like has cancer or. It was like Make a Wish. Yeah, and <clears throat> they call it My Wish, and they get to meet their like the athlete that they love, like or the team that they love, and they you know they they take this kid there, and they get to meet them all, and you know they get to go through. I think it's like a beautiful thing that they do. Yeah, I mean it's just like whenever. Then their athlete gets inspiration from them. Yeah, like like you know, this kid like this is the last thing he wants to see. This is the last thing he wants or to see. Or he's do. still fighting. Yeah, he's yeah. still fighting and for for who? Me. Me. To be a fan for me. And it's like yeah, it's like and I had the thought of giving up. Like they yeah. remind you like 
the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 why, why am I giving up? Why, why am I giving up when this kid with cancer or some yeah, disease bullshit. is dying, and he, the only thing he wants me to do is my best. Yeah. And it's like, not, you know, I'm not like harping on people for having the thought of giving up because that's just natural when you're faced with a bunch of shit. Yeah. But like, they're just like a reminder, like, you know, like he's not giving up. Why should I? Yeah. You know, they get their inspiration from us too. Just yeah. like we get just, just as much as we get from them. Yeah. It's an even trade. And like, nobody looks at that and, you know, sees how important like sports is. Like, you know, it unites people just like it does with music. It does. Yeah. It does. You know, it's, it's just all those. You know, I, I don't want to promote it, but it's like all those beer commercials. It's yeah. true. It's you go to the bar, you watch <laughs> these games, you don't even know the guy, you give him a hug, you're like, yeah, I can't believe they freaking done it, man. It's like, yeah, you know, or you're rooting for the underdog, and then everybody's like, I can't believe those guys lost it. Those guys are like, dude, that's my people. What's up, bro? <laughs> or they might not even be there for sports. Like sometimes you just have a talk about life when you're there. Yeah. Yeah. So so you know, yeah. it's, it's it's just the amount of people that not only sports bring uh brings to the table it's the amount of people that like you know get inspiration from sports in general you know because every game that we play every thing that we've done you know it's already been done before yeah yeah but then like you you just see how consistent like yeah. some of the you know like Kobe was consistent yeah. yeah, Michael or, Jordan was consistent. Yeah, like, because you you start to see them like, you know they, you know when you see them do it, you're like, well, you know maybe I could do it. Yeah, whatever it is that you do. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I could probably talk about it forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you know we've been rambling for about an hour now, uh, yeah. so we'll let you guys go. Yeah, it was real emotional topics. So. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah. Just keep up with sports and, you know, keep up with the people that inspire you and make you for make you who you are or even yourself, you know, look up to yourself. Uh, and, you know, you guys can always reach us at how are we doing today? 19 at gmail.com. Uh, we got Facebook. We're going we're gonna to have to yeah. start posting something. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Twitter's I just posted on my wall, but I will try my best to make a Twitter account. It's just, they're being difficult. <laughs> like, <clears throat> and uh, Sawbox19 yeah, at gmail.com. Gmail. You guys can reach us there as well. And, you know, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, feel free to message us or, you know, talk to us and uh, we'll make sure to hit you guys up. Alright, peace. Peace.